Hello and welcome to episode 92 of the SJ Chronicles. It's 20 past 11 at night on Monday the 13th of November. Hope you had a great uh, weekend and a great day. Uh, Weekend pretty much played out for me as thought it would. So Saturday, spent a fair amount of time working. um, Nipped to see my mum because I'm trying to help her with sort something out. And then, yeah, that was kind of it. And then... um, Hung out with Layla and then Sunday was a day off. Um, mostly actually I say a day off, but I did do some work kind of last thing at night. Um, went to the gym as well, which is cool. Um, today's been a, a good day, an interesting day really. I had a meeting this morning in London, uh, another corporate finance type of meeting. Um, similar postcode to where, <laughs> where all the other meetings seem to happen. Um, but interesting insofar as the, the the main person in the meeting, who's the managing director of this firm, um, has some good connections and seems to be, I wouldn't say very well informed, but certainly well informed on the veterinary sector. And they specialize in general in healthcare, so they kind of understand similarities and so on. Um, so it's kind of interesting having this conversation with him about, because people are always interested, you know, want to know stuff about what's going on with the corporates, how much of the sector has become corporate, is there enough um, willingness amongst people in the sector to at least, for some of them at least, to remain independent. Um, and obviously the Ralph is going to be an independent referral centre and we expect that the vast majority of our referrals will come from other independent primary care practices. Um, and you know the other thing that was interesting was obviously you have to explain to people in a bit more detail about the sector and the different structure and then of course um this guy done a little bit of work so he had come across this referral center that's opening not far from where the ralph's going to be and wanted to have a chat about that a lot of these times it's, it's they just want to know that you know stuff right and they want to know that you have answers to questions and the answers seem sensible um and this is you know by no means the first time we've had one of these meetings and answered all these questions, but um, it's interesting because somebody who clearly knows the sector to some extent, and you know, he was very positive about the idea and just you know thinks it's a really good idea and so on. So anyway, um, so that was interesting. But the other part of it that was interesting in terms of this sort of corporate independent conversation was that um, I saw this evening on LinkedIn that uh, a couple of people are opening a um, independent orthopedic only referral center in the east of England. Um, one of them I used to be university with, but I haven't seen him since then. And the other one I'm aware of, again, I don't know him personally, but um, you know, so they're, but they're both very accomplished orthopedic surgeons. Both in most recent times were working at a corporate and have clearly decided to jump ship and set up on their own. Um, again, the uh, emphasis on the website and using the word independent in different places because clearly it's becoming a bit of a sort of um what's the word oh i can't think of the word anyway um binary sector it's not really the right word anyway it will come to me um so it's interesting to see that really and also the other thing that's interesting about them is it you know they're going to be very close to the university of cambridge to the animal health trust and to dig white referrals all of which are pretty sizable um, multidisciplinary referral centers 
And this kind of goes back to this coexistence of small one or two discipline type of hospitals versus large full service multidisciplinary hospitals like the Ralph just, you know, coexisting. And um, back to what I said many episodes ago now about, you know, the fact that someone's opening a small referral center not far from the Ralph is uh, of no issue to uh, to me. And um, as I said before, I just wish him well and I don't think it's a big it's a big issue from the point of view of how it's going to influence the success um, of the Ralph. So, yeah, that was interesting. Um, I'm going to pop back on the other side of this. So I want to just chat about something else. So I'll catch you in a second. Yeah, so before I forget, the other thing that um, this chap said in the meeting today was because um, often when I'm talking to people that are sort of more finance and investment and so on, you kind of have to finesse how much emphasis you place on the culture um, side of what we're doing with the Ralph because, you know, people are looking sometimes for more kind of objective, competitive stuff. Um, and, you know, um, there can be this narrative that, oh, you don't really know what you're doing and you're just talking about this culture stuff. <laughs> Um, but actually this guy today was, um, you know, he said that the, uh, the most successful businesses that they have funded have all, um, typically been ones where culture has been a big part of what they do. Um, which obviously I, you know, I know that anyway, and there is some evidence around, um, how having a great culture can contribute to the success of your business in a financial sense. But, um, but yeah, it was good to hear that. The other thing I wanted to touch on briefly today is I can't remember the specific words, um, but Rue or Stacy, one of them um, on Twitter, shared um, sorry, something happened to my phone then, uh, shared a, a tweet with me from somebody called Robin Sharma, and I've never heard of him, I don't know who he is, but he seems to have a decent following, at least on Twitter. Um, but in essence, the gist of his tweet was about um, entrepreneurship and, and essentially, you know, the way in which you approach it. Um, and it, it's essentially this idea that, and I this is not exclusive to entrepreneurship by any means, it's kind of like a, a code of conduct for your life, really. Um, is this notion that, that uh, you know, can you truly be selfless in terms of providing value to others, um, serving others, acting with um, compassion and love um, as your intention and, you know, your purest intention. Um, and whilst we can debate about whether it's possible to truly be entirely selfless, um, you know, can you behave with others in a way where that at least is your, is your aspiration? Um, you know, and the idea that you do things for people, you provide value to others, not because you expect um, anything from them. And as I say, this sort of debate about whether you can truly be selfless, because if you're a believer in karma and, you know, um, the law of attraction and all these kinds of things, then you are, you are basically expecting to get back much more than you give. But, you know, um, that should not be the reason why you are doing it. And of course, I, you know, I understand that one could say, well, that's easy to say, but c 
could you behave in such ways, like cynically, because you you know you think, well, I'll do all these things and then I'll get much more in return. I I don't believe it works like that. I don't think that that um, the forces at play in the universe and so on are gonna, you know, that you can behave with basically a false intention um, and you know, kind of greedy type of uh, behavior, and um, that you'll still get back in abundance in the same way. I don't I don't think that that's the case. So. You know, it's like, how, how can you behave with the purest of intention and positivity and giving value and compassion, etc. Um, which, of course, is something I've sort of talked about before in various episodes in various ways. Uh, it's hard for people to understand. Um, and for sure, I think it's very easy for people to be cynical about all that. Um, you know, because, again... As we talked about before, everyone assumes that everyone else is within their sort of parameters of their paradigm and in their crowd, right? So um, the notion that anybody else might be behaving in a different way with a different intention um, may not always be uh, something that they are willing to believe, willing to accept, acknowledge. Um, anyway, yeah, so it was, it was a pretty good, uh, it was a pretty cool tweet. Cool. All right, well, I'm going to head off to bed, so um, I'm going to bid you farewell, and I'll catch you tomorrow. And in the meantime, take chances, be compassionate, live in a beautiful state, have an open heart and an open mind. Cheers. Bye-bye.